Hi and welcome to the Insurex Story Podcast, the platform to spread knowledge on insurance, innovation, digital risk options and entrepreneurship. Our website insurexstory.com and we are available on Spotify, Apple, Google and Amazon Music. Today we will discuss on the topic exploring the intersection of insurance and technology. And for now, I'm delighted to welcome our guest, Dr. Robin Kera, who is the founder of DigitalScouting.de. He's one of the top-ranked influencers, thought leaders in the insurance and finance industry. Also well-known as a speaker and frequently appointed as members of the advisory committees in worldwide conferences. He is the CEO, as we said, of Digital Scouting. De, one of the hottest consulting and marketing agencies in Europe, hacking the attention of the insurance and finance industry people. Dr. Robin, a warm welcome to the show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm super excited. Thank you very much for inviting me. Welcome, Robin. So to discuss on today's topic, I would be really you know, uh, curious to understand how has technology transformed the traditional insurance industry and what are the key areas where technological advancements have made the most significant impact and why this question is so important in this episode because you as a thought leader a great influencer in the insurance world globally you have been interacting and you know experiencing various conversations with all sort of industry leaders in the insurance field so your opinion is very much critical for our listeners. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, so um, why can I share my thoughts on this? It's it's not that we come from academia. It's it's not that we just, you know, are on social media, but um, Digital Scouting is actually a full-scale marketing agency and we're working with a lot of insurers and insurtech and tech companies around the world. So we really have insights into the real life of insurers and the ecosystem you know on the on what's really going on and not just you know uh, what what everybody says he or she is doing um the question was how does technology actually change in, in insurance and i think technology always has changed the insurance industry but the big and painful question is why are we always so late um, and if you implement technology very late, it's most of the time very expensive. One example, it was just one year ago that the last German insurer actually proudly announced that they just opened an account on Facebook, knowing that Facebook actually is already, you know, not the hottest social media, but actually dying over here. So the, the Facebook social media account, not the not NetAS company. So um, what I want to say with that is... Insurers have always implemented new technology in sales, in underwriting, in claims. And there are a lot of great companies out there that help that. But insurers always have been very late. And that's something that I think we are not able to do anymore because it's super expensive. Um, and especially in an industry with low profit margins, uh, in compared, for example, to tech or software or other uh, areas, um, it's super dangerous to be late and to waste that sort of money. And uh, so I think we have seen uh, the rise of computers, we were late, we have seen the rise of the internet, we were late, we will see the rise of comparison sites in different regions and countries around the world. And most of the times insurers were late that actually non-insurance companies were able to go there and to, to be the gateway and the gatekeeper to the customers. And on social media, to be quite honest, the insurers also were late. And to short videos and to TikToks, they were also or are late. And uh, yeah, so um, what I see, I see a gigantic 
opportunity to improve sales, underwriting, marketing, uh, and claims with technology. But we need to adapt it actually sooner than later. Yeah. So you mentioned about you know insurers being always late in the job, right? If you look at the BFSI world as a whole, of course, uh, the bankers are always ahead, and insurers are being in the risk management industry. They themselves are risk averse to take any new steps. So, what what do you think? You know, uh, the reason behind it are they really risk averse, or they uh, they want to try and test things, or they uh, they really don't want or rather the awareness is very less than other peers in the industry. What exactly is going on, I mean? Well, I strongly believe that to not take action and to innovate and to prepare to the future in a time of radical changes in society, economy, economy, political situations is a very risky thing. Right. So when people say, oh, uh, insurers are just risk-averse, that's why they're doing nothing, I'm like, Guys and girls, we are actually the industry that analyzes risks yeah. on a daily basis. That's our sure. job. But we do such a poor job actually doing it for our own situation. Uh, for example, another example is most insurers are a one-trick pony. What do I want to say with this? Most insurers just uh, have one source of revenue, uh, selling insurance policies of certain uh, classes and product lines, which is okay, but... That's super risky, you know, or uh, having old technology that, you know, still runs, but is super inefficient. That's super risky. Um, and so I would disagree. I would say the insurance industry, while actually being very good at risk analysis for other companies, sucks really badly at doing it for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a phenomenon worldwide, not just specific regions of the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Dr. Robin, moving moving on to the next question, the rise of you know insurtech startups has brought innovation and disruptions to the insurance landscape, right? So, what are the some notable examples of insurtech companies and the solution that are actually you know bringing some noise to the industry? What what are your uh, thoughts on some great use cases? I would not differentiate between new insurtech and insurance startups and the old world. I would differentiate between innovators uh, and, right. and, 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 and laggards. Right. So what we've yeah. seen in, in, in Europe, actually, is that we have a lot of small and mid-sized insurer that actually very early on started to do a good job and actually grew over market average. We have like mutual insurers. I have like a few in mind in, in Munich, for example, in the life insurance space that did a very good job uh, early on that had one record-breaking year after the other. In the insurtech space, I think WeFox is super interesting. Why? Not only because of evaluation, but uh, because they have um, working on a tech stack which would, in with which they try to change the world. Let's see how that plays out. I'm also a big fan of German family insurance, uh, not only because I'm invested in itself, but uh, because they are, you know, one of the few profitable insurtechs actually, and um, and and that, that you know have done a good job in being very digital from end to end. Um, we see in the in the in the neighboring industries or like in the in the service provider, Frist from Holland, for example, is a fraud detection software. I think it's super interesting. 
um, you have Sapiens, you have NSG, you have IBM. So there are big com- there are a lot of companies from small to big that really try to help the insurance industry. But you, I also could name at least 10 insurers that have not invested actually significantly in the future and in new technology, in new systems, new people, and that are really struggling right now. So, uh, yeah, I think that's my, my take on that. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, innovators and the laggers, I think that's the right uh, way to take it. So, you know, Dr. Robin, collaboration between insuring startups uh, and traditional insurers or the incumbent companies is becoming increasingly common and or rather the need for it actually is becoming common. And how are these collaborations shaping the future of insurance and what are the benefits and challenges you see there? I think the big benefit is, and I think the big disruption we see in the insurance industry is not in the market shares of different insurers or if it new insurers or, or traditional insurer, it doesn't matter. So I don't think we see the disruption there yet. Right. Where we see the disruption is surely in the field of service providers. If we compare who had a booth at large insurance and insurtech and innovation conference five, 10 years ago, and who has them now, there has been a dramatic change. Um, you saw small uh, uh, tech provider or tech provider or social media agencies or marketing agencies like us, you know, five years, one man, one person, 10 years, five, uh, one, one, one person, now dozens or hundreds of, of employees. So I think there in this ecosystem, we see dramatic change. Why? Um, because uh, some of the old tech providers did not innovate, did not, you know, develop solutions for a deep pain insurers feel. Um, and uh, not every insurtech in that field was successful because it w- was fashioned for some while just to develop something. And now we see that those who really address a pain point in the insurance industry, who really solve a problem, insurers are happy to pay for. And uh, collaborating with insurtech is not you know, something you do for the innovation or for sustainability. It's just something you do for your survival because you choose the best tech, the best agency, the best uh, service provider that they help you to solve a problem with, which gives you an advantage over your competition. So my yeah. secret of success of the collaboration is solve a true pain point for an insurer and then the insurer is happy to, uh, to, 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 to work with you. Yeah, I think that's that's a good piece of advice, particularly for the insurex, right? The startups. Fantastic, Dr. Robin. Um, you know, great thoughts that you have shared. A true delight to have you as our guest today. And thank lastly, you. to wrap this up, thank you for listening and see you at our next episode. Take care and stay safe. Goodbye for now. Thank you very much. See you around.